This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. Even new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different musician each episode. And for this one, I have Chelsea Warner, who is a Sydney-based musician. And she recently put out a song called Not In The Mood, which sounds like this. She also has an EP called Drama coming out next month on November the 5th. So check that out as well when it is out. It will have that song Not In The Mood plus some other gems, I'm sure. Some that are already out. And if you do want to listen to her music, you can find it all over Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music or wherever you buy music. And check out her socials, of course, which will be in the description of the episode. But let's just jump into the chat with Chelsea Warner. So we have Chelsea Warner with us. How are you doing today, Chelsea? Hi, I'm well. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. It's um, yeah, always good, yeah, always good to get new people, and it's always good to be able to start and finish the sentence correctly. That is always good. You'll you'll get there. I'll get there. Um, you'd think I was um I was better at it having done podcasts for for so long, but <laughs> I still have no fucking idea how to speak properly. No, I feel you. I haven't done heaps of interviews in my time, mm-hmm. but even still, the whole time I'm like, finish your sentence correctly, don't mess up, yeah. don't mess up. So I don't even know how you do it. <laughs> same here, same here. First up, we should talk about your new single, Not In The Mood. Very yeah. cool. Yes, yeah, that dropped um, on the 21st, so mm-hmm. recently, yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, I, listened to it. I listened to it a few times before, but I listened to it first thing this morning. I woke up, put my headphones in, and I was vibing straight away. Oh, that's a sassy and way to start your day. Yes, I felt like a strong, independent woman finally, which is which is a rare feeling for me. Mm, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's um obviously a new track. Yeah, what can you tell us about this track? Yeah, well, I wrote it in the lockdown last year, actually, um, the 2020 Sydney lockdown, and it kind of came from a place of like, I don't know if there was anything specific, but I must have just been a bit over social interaction in some way or maybe something happened that annoyed me and I wrote that but then that kind of feeling dissipated and it kind of more broadly became about just you know me almost discovering my introversion like I I figured Mm -hmm. out in lockdown that I actually didn't hate it as much as I thought I would I was actually quite fine you know spending time in solitude and keeping my own company and I realized you know uh, this song kind of actually helped me come to a personal realization that I am maybe more introverted than I once thought I was. So it started off being like, oh, I'm just not in the mood to talk to you. But then it ended up right. being like, and as I explore in the verses, a bit more like, yeah, I actually kind of love being by myself and recharging by myself. Yeah. An ode to right. introversion. Yes. Is that um a thing that you've that's happened often in songwriting where you've kind of discovered something new about yourself within the song? Uh, yeah, like 
almost every time I, I think you either discover something new or solidify something that mm-hmm. you didn't, you hadn't quite maybe solidified yet. And you've probably found that talking to musicians as well. Like it's so often such a personal learning curve, writing a song and tying a ribbon on it can be really healing and can teach you a lot about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And with this song, something I read about it is it was kind of the first time that you'd written a beat first and then put vocals on on top of that. Yeah, it it was because I I think it was um, the lockdown last year that really prompted me to make beats more often. I kind of mm-hmm. fell into production and I was producing tracks for people in, in sessions and that kind of thing and then producing cool. my own stuff. But it was normally like, you know, we had a song and then it was like, let's produce it up. But for this one, yep. yeah, I was just kind of having fun and started with the beat and I thought it was weird and cool and then it came from there. Cool. Is that something you've continued doing? Oh, that's like all I do now. Like I produce a lot more these days and I love sending beats around to like my friends and to artists and sending people beat packs, that kind of thing. So yeah, definitely. Cool. With your own songs doing that, I don't know, what what differences have you found in the outcome of the song compared to the previous way you were doing it? That's a really good question. I I mean, yeah, it's definitely going to feel different. I don't know if necessarily listening, you'll be able to pick up on anything huge. I, oh. Actually, that that said, when I write a song like on guitar or on piano or, or whatever, a lot of the time it's like a lot more kind of thought through. Like there'll be kind of, you know, moments that only happen once or, you know, the chords will be a little more kind of varied throughout different sections or whatever. But if I write right. to a beat, it might end up being kind of more repetition because if it was built on a loop then it might be more arranged production wise as opposed to Mm -hmm. arranged musically if that makes sense so I think there's more yeah I I compose in a different way when I'm like just writing on the guitar for example right yeah cool and this is um one of the tracks that is going to be on a on an EP that you've got coming out it's called drama which was also the name of one of your previous tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to have the EP coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, dude. This is my debut project, um, like Body mm-hmm. of Work. So it's literally the culmination of my life's work. You know, it's not not trying to be dramatic, pardon the pun, but like, yeah, it's kind of sifting through everything you've ever written and going, what's the best stuff? What makes sense on right. the record? So yeah, it'll be a weight off my shoulders when it's out for sure. Is it is it difficult for you to find to decide which is the best stuff and which fits together the best? Hundred percent. Because I wasn't writing anything thinking it was going to be a project. It was kind of just like writing my whole life and sometimes stumbling on something that I really liked and really connected mm-hmm. with. So yeah, it was it was really hard. Like there were, it went through a lot of iterations, a lot of different titles, a lot of different track lists. I was going to put something out when I left high school. I didn't. That was like three years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, it, it was definitely hard for sure. Yeah, right. And with the songs on there, kind of picking the best ones, do, do you find them being more newer songs or older songs or a mixture of both? It's kind of a bit of everything. Like I feel like when I when I wrote like one of those one of the tracks on the EP I was in high school I was in um year 11 I think it was so it depends it's just depending on whether I connect to it or not so I wasn't necessarily gravitating towards anything specific but um yeah the tracks are like from four or five years ago to right you know a couple months ago it's pretty varied yeah cool something else I wanted to chat about a little bit is 
collaboration, just going through songs that you've put out and other songs that you've been part of. Seems like a bit of a big part of what you do, more so featuring on other people's tracks, I suppose. Is collaboration something you you enjoy? Yeah, 100%. It is a big part of what I do as a producer as well, like kind Mm -hmm. of mostly been producing lately in sessions with people I love featuring on tracks that I vibe as well and I love co-writing like top lining yeah I have my my artist project which is really dear to me which kind of runs parallel to you know co-writing and production for other artists so yeah that'll there'll always be that kind of duality in my career I guess Mm -hmm. so yeah love collaboration I had to become a bit of a recluse and you know, hone my own production shops to finish off this this record and, and these mm-hmm. singles. But now that I've kind of done that, I'm definitely keen for some more collaboration. I'm sick of sure. just sitting in my den and producing all the time. I guess it's good to get other people's perspective on things as well. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, kind of with that, producing for other people versus producing something for yourself. Do you, do you come at it from a different angle or is it kind of very similar what you're doing you don't change it up much it's definitely a different mindset yeah 100 mm-hmm. different mindset and i don't know if you found this talking to other artists as well who, who do a similar thing but when you're mm-hmm. writing for yourself i find there's a lot of potential overthinking that can happen you know right. thinking about you know really being careful what you say and making sure it's exactly what you mean and and yeah maybe just being a little more of a perfectionist whereas if i'm mm writing for somebody else it's not that I don't want it to be good that's like actually the opposite but it's just like it feels like less stakes so you just kind of like are more free-flowing with your ideas because it's then the artist's responsibility or or job to kind of you know meld it to to fit what they want to represent so yeah I I think uh, I definitely overthink it a lot more when it's my own stuff and I often end up liking what I write with other artists better because it just, you know, wasn't overthought and it just happened naturally. Right. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Do you always know when you're working on a song, is it always clear I'm doing a song for this person or just like I'm doing a song for someone else or I'm doing it for myself? Is that always clear to you? I think it has to be for the most part because otherwise it's like it's tricky to um to get uh, something that makes sense if you're not kind of intentional about it. Yeah. So like when I'm writing for another artist, most of the time I'm with them, you know, we're writing together. So it'll right. be like, oh, who are we writing for today? That kind of thing. Yeah, right. Cool. Well, I haven't I haven't yet checked out, or maybe I have checked out what you've worked with on other artists and I just haven't known, but um, I'll have to check that out a bit more. I'm build, building it at the moment, yeah. I'll need to get a list from you, a um, comprehensive <laughs> yeah. list to find new music to listen to. Something else, I guess it's kind of difficult at the moment with everything going on, but I'm kind of interested in because you've done a you've done a few I don't know how many gigs you've done in your in your time, but you've done a, a a fair few support slots at least. What does a live show of yours look like? Yeah, it depends on the setup. Mm-hmm. Like lately what I've been doing for my support shows which I've been so lucky to have and I really miss. I've been doing kind of like a one-woman show thing. So I've been doing some live looping, some like making beats on stage, kind of playing along to them, doing a bit of mixture of keys and guitar. But if I'm not doing that, I do play with a band as well, which has been awesome. So last gig we had had some horns as well, which was awesome. So, yeah, I think that was like a seven – Six or six or seven piece band for that that right. last one, which is always the most fun. But um, yeah, I love doing the smaller scale down shows as well. Cool, yeah, I'm a big fan of the the bigger the band, the better. I might be wrong. That might be a very maybe you can get too big, but 
I don't know about that. Yeah, it always feels pretty good to be able to feed off of people's energy because that's what a live show is. You're mm. just like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're picking up on on what everyone else is putting in and the more you have, the more there is to work with. So 100%, like, you know, within reason, sometimes you can get a bit carried away. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, if you kind of have a role for everybody, then it can be amazing. So cool. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, the EP coming out November 5th called Drama. Have you thought much beyond that? I might be pushing you too much there, but um, I don't know. Have you been working on songs kind of beyond that EP? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been writing as much lately not for want, like not for lack of wanting i i, I want mm-hmm. to but um i find it really hard to split my brain up <laughs> like that when i'm i'm trying right. to work really hard on this release and and making sure that i'm kind of doing all i can for it so yeah i'm planning on once it's out really hitting the ground running and and writing sure. more but um that said you know there have been some demos that have cropped up here and there if i've found a beat that inspired me, um, you know, that someone sent me or made something myself that I really like. So there are ideas. I have a lot of ideas in my notes and in my voice memos that I just need to expand on mm-hmm. when, when the time is right. Yeah. Cool. Something else with, with, the, with the new single, Not In The Mood, a video I saw on, on your Instagram recently um, in the last, last couple of days, I think, it was you getting back the, the mix for the first time, getting, getting a bit emotional about it. <laughs> Yeah, what's new? Is that a is that a I don't know, is that something you get a lot when when you, you you hear something back for the first time? Yeah, I'm very very excitable as a human. Mm-hmm. I just I, I I don't know if it's just an artist thing, but I just feel things very intensely. So if something upsets me, I can be very upset if I don't if I don't control it. And mm-hmm. if something excites me, I just get so over the moon excited about it so that right. was just an example of that right and I really liked the song and you know I love Maribel Vetterborn as well who who worked on it and I was just stoked that she was on board so when I got it back I was like oh my god the stars aligned you know maybe that's why the EP is called drama because um yeah it's that high emotion high emotionality mm emotionalness about myself that I'm talking about. So there you go. There's an example. There you go. Just full of, full of your own drama. That's it. That's what it's about. It's not about drama, like gossip, like tea, whatever. It's not about that. It's about my own you need that drama. Chair. Yeah, exactly. We're not in high school anymore. No. Well, it's been been great chatting today and pleasure to meet you. Yeah, likewise. Thanks so much. It's been really cool. Great questions. Thanks for listening and thank you to Chelsea for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Chelsea's new single, Not In The Mood, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music or wherever you buy music. And also keep your ears open for her new EP coming out November 5th. It's called Drama and I'm excited for it to come out. But apart from that, you can head to her socials, which will have all the information on Drama as the date gets closer and you can find all other information about her there. And while you're there, you can check out Life on Music as well. I'll leave all the details to socials in the description of the episode for you to check out. And if you did enjoy the episode, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave a review and a rating if that's something you feel like doing. But that is all for this episode. Until next time, goodbye.
Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.